0: she here with me on the backstage. Skinny, did I do it right? You're well, laughing. Simo? No at all. Okay, it's, it's very sweet. I'm trying I'm really trying, man. It's really really trying. Really <laughs> Who you. is here in New York getting ready to have his Carnegie Hall debut, playing classical piano. Now we're where, where Are you from originally, my friend?
1: Well, I'm raised in France, in Paris, Mm -hmm. Um, but um, my family is like um, mixed U.N. salad. My (laughs) (laughs) he's so cute. Go ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. I would blush. (laughs) Um, My my dad is from Lebanon, from Mm -hmm. Beirut, and my mom is from Mexico. Knowing that, also um, very big part. of my dad's family immigrated to Mexico, too, even though they are Lebanese. But during the Lebanese Civil War, they had to leave the country. Mm-hmm. And Mexico was a very welcoming place and the place to be by then. So they all left there. So I'm um, like very um, very tightly linked with Latin America and with Mexico, especially. Um, and I'm uh, raised and brought up in Paris as a Parisian uh, oh. Frenchie. <laughs> oh la la! Oh la la!
0: But it, again, so you... you uh, where did this love of music
1: come from did you have music growing up in the house uh, yes and no actually we had lots of music playing as a recording my parents were in love with classical music we used to go to the opera we used to go to concert to listen to a lot of classical music at home but none of them played uh, an instrument and even though we had a, a piano at home it was just like a forgotten object in the uh, end of the of the living room so it um, I kind of showed uh, uh, intuitive um, uh, attraction to this instrument. Uh, whenever I could start to walk, I would go directly and dabble on it and try to produce some sounds. And so my parents kind of, um, it was obvious that I had some kind of connection to the music, to the instrument. And they started giving me lessons at the age of five, uh, four, four to five, yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's Simon Gleichi here hmm. with me on the backstage skinny Sirius XM out cue and so excited. So you've you this this isn't like, you know, Carnegie Hall is like the place to for many people to be, but you've played around the world, haven't you? Kind of.
1: Yeah, I've traveled a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and and tell the lovely audience how old you are, young man. Oh, I just turned 30 and I feel so blessed and happy to celebrate, to have celebrated my uh, 30th birthday in New York City for the first time. Wow. Yeah.
0: wow. Yeah. But y'all, he looks like he's 22. <laughs> like, I know that that's a terrible thing to say because when you're 30, you're like at that place in your life where, you know, now what I say has weight and merit because I'm 30. Thirty, you know. (laughs) So I don't mean to take that away from you, but gosh, you just you you look like a a a beautifully, wonderfully curly-haired baby doing this. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. And it's like, so for you, like, who's one of your favorite composers?
1: Uh, well, obviously, Franz Liszt is uh, my kind of absolute favorite, my sweetheart in the romantic piano music. Mm-hmm. And it's of course, because he is one of the most romantic composers, yet the most challenging ones. Because he, um, the, the way he, the, the technique, uh, the piano technique for which he wrote, is very challenging and needs a lot of practice. And also, it's a specific uh, way of um, approaching a piano, which is not the same if you play other composers. But of course, as a modern uh, classical pianist living in the 21st century, you have to touch every repertoire. You you do not have to stick with one composer. And I'm very happy to play Schumann, to play Beethoven, to play Liszt, to play French music, and also to discover and play new composers that uh, are maybe less known than all these people, like the Latin American composers that I will be presenting in Carnegie Hall.
0: I love that. Simon Graishi here with me on the backstage, Skinny Sirius XM OutQ. And this young man is is doing something that there are many young kids at home that, you know, I'm sure the people that are listening have kids or know kids that have that that spark ability, that something about them that they just are drawn to the music like that like but how how would you tell them if they recognize that in someone someone's child or their child how they can help that child move in the path similar to yours not necessarily yours but in that direction
1: yeah well every path is different but uh, of course uh, uh, every child has to touch a musical instrument has to play music because it's it's. I think per- I personally think it's a very important part of education and it uh, it's the same time a way to relax and a way to develop uh, some kind of particular intelligence and focusing because music is a lot of focusing practicing is lots of focusing mm-hmm. on the score on the music on the phrasing it develops a certain Certain uh, number of abilities that maybe other uh, um, activities wouldn't develop. So every child should uh, should touch and learn a musical instrument, and then of course it it should always be remain on the pleasure side. It should never be uh, forced. I was I was lucky not to have um, musician parents. because okay. Yeah, I feel kind of lucky because um, I was never forced to do anything. They left me my total freedom to go to the piano or not to go, to to practice my lessons or not to practice, and I was totally in love with the instrument. So I think it's something really native and intuitive.
0: I was just going to say, if if they didn't encourage you to do it more than just saying, we'll make it available to you, Hmm. your own intuitiveness is what kept you driven enough to stay with it. Exactly. Because a lot of people would fall off. I mean most of us, you know some of us have touched a few instruments hey <laughs> sorry you know everyone everyone has ever listened to any of my stories knows my my tragic tuba story and you know and then there was a period that i remember playing piano for the choir but i mean you know we were i was young I was but you are very true about when you have cuz i didn't have parents that were that encouraging for those particular things hmm. so to to hear that even without necessarily the extra encouragement you still found it for yourself so this proves that this is kind of where you need to be
1: yeah, absolutely. Because when uh, in high school, all my friends started one started wondering what will their future look like, what will they do after high school, after graduation, what kind of major is it, medicine, is it engineering, is it business school? Um, I kind of had uh, I, I felt my my future all um, uh, drawn in front of me on on a, on a paper, which was the music. Because I the, the, I would I never wondered what I will be. I just um, felt that I am born to do that, and I. So enjoyed so much. So let's keep going.
0: I love that Simon guashi here with me on the Backstage Skinny series XM alQ talking about his impending Carnegie Hall date. Okay, so let's be honest. How nervous are you about doing Carnegie Hall? <laughs> Come on, let's just, oh. let's just, let's just, you were friends. Uh, just let it let it out. Just be free. It's okay.
1: Just just tell me. What I can know. I say to that? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm really excited. Yeah. I'm very excited. I don't think it's nerve. I'm not nervous. I'm excited. Sometimes I would just like before sleeping or when I'm waking up in the morning, just like jumping all over and uh, thinking about it and singing my scores and shouting out loud some rhythms and whatever. Like I'm really living it as um, as, I, as I should and as I could. So I think that's very important. Oh, yeah wow. that's the kind of stress actually it's it's a like um my mom is a psychiatrist and uh, <laughs> <laughs> in, a, in a psychological um a language that would be also called stress it's a kind of a manifestation of stress and um but this is a kind of a useful stress that would take you forward wow
0: how wise this young man <laughs> is simon Grishi. <laughs> 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 with me here on the backstage skinny serious xm out cue being just totally mesmerized by this young man who is serving which i think is fabulous and again you are it is very clear how much you love this like this isn't this isn't you know yeah been, I, i'm married to my piano wow well how speaking of which young man now we going we gonna get personal on <laughs> welcome, bienvenue à me monsieur. so tell me, Simon, when you're out there playing that wonderful, wonderful piano on the stage, some concert stages, is there somebody out in the audience waiting to meet you after the show that's just for you?
1: Hmm. <laughs> my manager. <laughs> Well, that doesn't count. (laughs) They better be there.
0: (laughs) And they better have the car. (laughs) Okay? Let's just be for real. But Uh, other than your manager. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Am I embarrassing you? I'm sorry. No,
1: no, you're not. You're not. But, well, of course, um, um, uh, everyone who comes to the concert is special. To me, okay. because they're there to listen to me, and I'm alone on the stage. So they're there. They decided to go to the show to share it with me. And so i That's I'm, When I'm in a, on a stage, I feel every person's energy in the hall. I can feel them all living there, hearing me, listening to me, and enjoying or not. Sometimes also, it could be a very difficult experience. Playing on a stage because sometimes it's you're just playing for a whole that is not into it and that's there's something happening which is wrong that doesn't depend from you, neither, neither from the audience. And you have to live with it, and just be professional and do your thing. But uh, look, look at that!
0: How you thirty and diplomatic? Mm. <laughs> In other words, that answer means sh- mind your business, queen. That's no, what you say. No, at all.
1: <laughs> well, as I said, I'm married to my
0: piano. He's uh, My one uh, and only love. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, then, then, where are your mistresses? How you doing? <laughs> Simon <laughs> <laughs> Grashi playing the Frenchman. Oui. <laughs> Sans I don't think so, monsieur. Don't think so. But hmm. again, hanging out with me here on the backstage, skinny, serious, sex out cute. See, now we're just getting in the ridiculous zone because that's what we can do. But again, you are enjoying something that i i love looking at that through your eyes because i feel like i i see what it's like to truly love what you're doing and that is a a beautiful thing just to witness like in this instance but
1: i can't say the same about you yeah yeah Well, you know
0: what i'm having fun because this is an opportunity for me to learn something new about you as well as you know of course you know i'm a filthy, dirty human beings <laughs> who's trying to act like he got some filth. Um, but, but at the same time, you are you are. Uh, there's just a nice I love the exchange and I love the fact that I get to share it with you and I get to also share this with the people that listen. So how can all of America who's listening and maybe those few friends of mine in the UK and there's one or two people in Canada, how you doing Toronto, um, how can they find you online if they want to know, learn all
1: about you? Well, um, I have a website, simongraichy.com.
0: And Graichy is spelled G-H-R-A-I-C-H-Y.
1: Absolutely. I'm on all social media, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, um, and so on with the same name, Simon Graichy, G-H-R-A-I-C-H-Y. Uh, and um, I'll be very happy to to connect with them.
0: Oh, look, at, see, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because remember, he's married to his piano. <laughs> Just saying, <laughs> all I really needed was the music in the mirror, but I'll I'll go back to that. See, because we got to make it theatrically relevant for me. <laughs> Oh, my God, Simon. Well, thank you so much for spending time with me. And good luck to you, young man, because you are having the moment. This is the moment that everyone who's ever heard that phrase, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, practice, practice. So I'm looking forward to watching you have your debut and be fabulous. Absolutely.
1: Thank you very much. I think it's a great thing. So for
0: for more information, he said, go to Simon Gleischi, G-H-R-A-I-C-H-Y.com. Find him on Twitter, find him on Facebook, enjoy something completely different. Classical music is one of those things that is so relaxing and so wonderful. And you know, some of the pictures of him, he's not so bad either. Anyway, so (laughs) we will be right back on the backstage skinny. Thanks, Simon. (laughs) Thank
1: you.